Blog Talk Radio. Yo, yo, this right here, this right here, goes out to all my stats, ladies out there. I'm looking for my superstar. Where you at? Where you at? Said, excuse me, miss, I know it's been a long time. Long days, long nights, your boy been on the grind. But I had to excuse myself because I've really been missing you myself. I've been around the world three times, four times more. When I remember the days we used to walk to the corner store. And yeah, girl, you remember the kiss that went a little like this. We bumped our heads, but it was funny though, though. And now you see my name in life, like flying first class flight. But wish you was right beside me though, though. Because you're my sherry and more. And baby girl, you're the one I guys can see we had a little bit of technical difficulty but we're coming back to you again for another hour today and uh we'll start off with and we are back bringing you another exciting hour of our show here on our favorite place to be on a saturday at 5 p.m that's right honey and that groove was going that superstar be jamming i'm like oh i don't even want to stop the music and then it wouldn't (laughs) stop okay you guys today we you can also call us too by the way um, by dialing 347-215-8305, or you can go into our chat room throughout the show. And we're not going to have no more problems with the music, so just go ahead and hang with us. And today we are going green. Yes, you heard us. It's time to adopt some great ways to make our planet, everybody, a better place to live. Yes, babe, and starting with 10 ways to go green and save green, by the way. How you how we can live lightly on Earth and save money at the same time. Climate change is in the news, y'all. It seems like everyone is going green. Luckily, many of the steps we can take to stop climate change can make our lives better at the same time. Our grandchildren and their children will thank us for living more sustainably. Okay, so let's start now. Here are 10 simple things you can do today to help reduce our environmental impact, save money, and live a happier, healthier life. That's right, guys. And save energy and money. Set your thermostat. You hear me again, you guys? you got to set your thermostat a few degrees lower in the wintertime and a few degrees higher in the summer. And that will save on heating and cooling costs. Install compact fluorescent light bulbs. They go by the name of CFLs when your older incandescent light bulbs burn out, meaning the old-style light bulbs. When they burn out, install the new-style ones. Unplug appliances whenever you're not using them or use a smart power strip. That senses when appliances are off, and it will cut them off by themselves. They call it a phantom or a vampire. And um, washcloths, you know, 
those are very important, too, to make sure that, you know, when you're drying those, they take a little longer towels and washcloths in the dryer and stuff like that. So make sure that you dry it on more dry. That one wasn't included in my notes that I wanted to give you, but I did read up on that, and that's a very smart thing because a lot of people will keep pushing the dryer on one of them, and I think I broke our dryer by doing it, and I dried <laughs> everything on high. Towels take a longer amount of time, so if you put it on a, on a setting that's either you can, I don't know what your dryer will have on it, but you can push the button that says more dry or um, air dry. That will save a lot of energy as well. Wash clothes in cold water whenever possible. As much as 85% of the energy used to machine wash clothes goes to heating the water. 85%, mm. you guys. And use a drying rack or clothesline. Now, you know that's old school. Oh, I'm not even going to recommend that. But doing my research, that's what they suggested. We used to get mad when the neighbors put out clotheslines. So don't do it unless you got a clothesline you can put in your shower, and that's real tacky. So you could just lay your clothes out on something, like in your bathtub if you're not using it, and you got a pair of jeans to dry, lay them flat in the bottom of your tub, let the front dry. That takes about three hours. Flip them over, let the back dry. But be careful because if the dye in the jeans is still not set, it will damage the color of your tub. It will make them blue. So be careful with that as well. But anyway, and if you must use a dryer, consider adding dryer balls. If you add the little balls that go in the dryer, you can buy them at any place like a Fred Meyer or Rite Aid, depending on what city you live in, at an all-purpose type drugstore, you know, grocery store, you can get them. They're called dryer balls, and it will cut the drying time in half. And I need to take that hint myself and go up and buy some. So I'm going to do that today. There you go. Pass some out to me today because I'm the towel dryer, y'all, drying all the towels in the garage. But also you can save water and save money. Take shorter showers to reduce water use. This will lower your water and heating bills also. So shower up, make sure that you go in, soap up, rinse off, and get out. Install a low-flow shower head. They don't cost much. And the water and energy savings can quickly pay back your investment. Also, make sure you have a faucet aerator on each faucet. These inexpensive appliances conserve heat and water while keeping water pressure high at the same time. Plant drought-tolerant native plants in your garden. Try this because in every city, there are certain plants that are native that just grow because of the weather. And a lot of people import plants and different things, which causes you to use a lot more water to keep these plants alive. So many plants need minimal water, and these are the native ones to your area. Find out which occur naturally in your area and try to get those plants to grow in your garden and your yard. Most definitely, you guys, here's another one. Walk or bike. To work, you know what I'm saying. This saves on gas and parking costs while improving your cardiovascular health. You're getting a healthy workout on top of your saving on gas and stuff like that, and reducing your risk of obesity. Consider telecommunicating if you live far from work or move closer in, even if this means paying more for rent. It could save you money in the long term. So these are just suggestions and ideas, definitely to help us live in a better place and live on a better planet. Um, lobby your local government as well to increase spending on sidewalks and bike lanes. With little cost, these improvements can pay huge dividends in battering, bettering excuse me, your health and reducing traffic. No. Eat smart. Yes, baby, you got to eat smart. I'm glad that you took me but right I into like that one. Yeah, that is that is the one. <laughs> eat smart. If you eat meat, add one meatless meal. Mm-hmm. Meatless meal, y'all, a week. Meat costs a lot more. So what about turkey meat, honey? 
Uh, well, that's me. So okay. any type of just add one, you know, that night say, hey, tonight I'm just going to have salad and vegetables, maybe mm-hmm. some uh, soup, maybe some fruit for dessert, that okay. sort of thing, and just take the whole meat out just once a week. It, uh, it'll do a lot for you. Meat costs a lot more at the store, and it's even more expensive when you consider the related environmental and health costs that it will give you over the long run. Also, buy locally raised humane and organic meat, eggs, and dairy whenever you can. Purchasing from local farmers keeps money in the local economy. Also, at the same time, the cost of importing meat and that sort of stuff can really skyrocket the price of meat. So try to support your local farmers at the same time. Uh-huh. Watching videos about why the local if you're watching videos, what is that going to do? Is that going to help them to know better on what they're doing? Or what? Yeah, it, there there are videos out there also about the local food and sustainable seafoods and different stuff just to kind of give you some information. And you can find that probably at your library, in your grocery that stores. That's my next question. Those, those sort of <laughs> places, yes, baby, that can really educate you about this stuff at the same time so you know where to go to get your local stuff, how to, mm-hmm. you know, get food, how to freeze it properly so that it lasts longer, and those sort of things, so that you're really, really trying to do everything that you can, not only to eat smart, but to save the environment at the same time. Oh, most definitely. And, you guys, we could give you so many hints. We've got about five more to go. And to speed it up here, just so we make sure that we get to everything, we're going to jump right in to skip the bottled water. Now, that one I I don't know that I agree with because I'm not drinking the faucet water. I don't care if it's a filter on there or not. I just (laughs) cannot make myself. It's been, what, 15, 20 years since I've drunk bottled, I mean, faucet water. It's not that I think I'm too good or anything like that, but it tastes different to me. Now that I've been drinking Arrowhead or, you know, you can get Fiji or whatever type of bottled water, any type of spring water, I just, I don't know, it's a mental thing, I guess. And and on top of that, they say that it's purified different because whenever I hear osmosis, is that where they use toilet water and they change it by treating it? I'm not doing that. So osmosis is uh, what they call a reverse osmosis, baby, and that's pretty much where they take your, your faucet water and they drop a tablet in there to kill anything that's in there that might harm you or hurt you and then they bottle it up and sell it to you and you pay a couple bucks for it okay but that's the bottled water that says that there's some that do not do that so make sure when you guys are drinking it it says that don't do that but anyway it says use a water filter to purify tap water instead of buying bottled water not only is bottled water expensive but it generates large amounts of container waste so that's another way to go green. So I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying I'm not going to encourage you guys to drink the tap water. Bring a reusable water bottle, preferably aluminum, rather than plastic with you when traveling or at work. Check out this sort of – okay, you guys got that? Next is number six, think before you buy. Please do that. Think before you buy. Go online to find new or gently used secondhand products. Whether you've just moved or you're looking to re decorate your home, consider a service like Craigslist or free sharing, and those are .com sites, www.craigslist.com or free sharing, and you can track down furniture, appliances, and a lot of other stuff that's cheap, and some of it's even for free. Also, check out your garage sales, thrift stores, consignment shops for clothing, or any other everyday item that you might need, and that's really going to help you from the standpoint of it, you, you don't have to buy new stuff all the time. You can buy stuff that's used, put it into and implement it into what you're doing. No one will know anything less, babe. 
Definitely, and make sure that you know what's good with helping to go green and what's not. That's very important. Number seven is borrow from the libraries instead of buying personal books and movies. Now, this I can't encourage because we are authors, and we do encourage buying our books, not just because you can, you know, you're purchasing something and uh, we profit. It's not like that. It's you have to buy them. I mean, unless the libraries are carrying them and you can rent them. And we have a lot of knowledge and stuff like that and a lot of advice and tips and stuff we offer in them. And our kids are also authors as well, and there's a lot of other authors out there in the world. And um, it says, instead of buying personal books and movies, this saves money, not to mention the ink and the paper that goes into printing new books. Okay, I can understand that as well. We do have e-books as well, so then we would fit into the category of we also have our books available e-lined. Um, share power tools and other appliances. If you share with your neighbor, then you guys are using less as well. Get to know your neighbors while cutting down on the number of things clutter in your closet or garage. That will help us all to live greener. No question, baby. Also, you can buy smart. And when we say buy smart, that means buy in bulk. Purchase food from bulk bins. That can really save money and also saves in packaging. You go to places like Costco, different places where you can really buy some big stuff that can hold you over for a while. Therefore, you also don't use gas going back and forth to the store because you got a lot of what you need in your home. Uh, wear clothes that don't need to be dry clean. This saves not only on money, but it cuts down on the toxic chemical use because of all the things that they put in to really get your clothes clean. Invest in high-quality, long-lasting products. Now, this is a big one because you might pay more now, but you'll be happier in the long run because you don't have to replace these items as frequently. So really look into that. Buy really good stuff, and you won't have to keep buying it over and over again. That's right, you guys. And then we're down to number nine, and that's keep electronics out of your trash. Keep your cell phones, computers, and other electronics as long as possible. So try to use them. If they break, you know, a lot of us nowadays in this fast-paced society, we just drop them in the garbage and say, I'm going to go buy a new one. Well, keep it as long as possible. Donate or recycle them responsibly when the time comes. E-waste contains mercury and other toxins and is a growing environmental problem. Also, recycle your cell phone. Ask your local government to set up an electronics recycling and hazardous waste collection event and then that way you guys are doing something good for both and you can also tie whatever charity you're involved with to that event as well and help out some people that might need help so when you get rid of your old cell phone you have a place to put it because you updated or something like that that's what you're saying babe that's right. Okay. Also, you can make your own cleaning supplies, and this is a big secret. You can make your very own cleaning supplies, and they can be effective, non-toxic cleaning products whenever you need them. Because sometimes you might not need them, but you know they're underneath the cabinet or whatever. All you need are a few simple ingredients like baking soda, vinegar, lemon, and some soap. And you can really, you know, make your own products, make sure that your house is clean on top of, and not to mention, that it saves money, time, and packaging, not to mention the indoor air quality. You know, sometimes if you spray something in the bathroom and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, i got to get out of here, I can't breathe, those are the things that um, by you making your own cleaning supplies, it can really, really help. Definitely, and I see the phone lines are lighting up. Anybody that want to jump in, feel free. And okay. Hello? Yes, this is your boy GT Shadow from representing the Wu Tang Clan. I want to give a shout out to Doug, Jackie, Channy, and Miss Chrissy. And I just want to let y'all know the event went very well today. And Miss Betty gave me Chrissy's CD, and I just absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. And I hope to do some things with you guys together real soon. Oh, thank you so much. We definitely looking forward to it. Betty mentioned it to us, and we were. Was-
Thought she was just kidding with us. It's wonderful to have you, Doug. You know the Wu Tang Clan. The the Wu Tang. Yes. Oh, so by all means, much respect <laughs> to you guys. Up? Thank you for reaching out. No question, we will definitely be in contact. Much love to the whole Wu Tang Clan. Oh, most definitely. Thank you very much, and I just want to appreciate y'all. And you know, like I said, I love Christy CB. I love her to death. Oh, we're going to let her know. She's at a birthday party today, and we're going to tell her, and thank you so much. She's going to scream and freak <laughs> out, so be expecting something. Thank you very much. Most right definitely. On. And jumping right back in, you guys, and that was the Wu-Tang Clan, everybody. Um, you heard it right here live on Blog Talk Radio. That was a surprise that we had for you guys. And um, jumping back in, global, and I just want to say one more note on this first segment. I'm smack- Real hard, you guys. You can tell, <laughs> so just bear with me, bear with me. That's the Wu-Tang. Okay, okay, okay. Calm down, Jackie. Okay. Here's a fact about global warming. Scientists agree on the basic facts of global warming. They are only uncertain about how much and how fast warming will continue. Now, I watch Discovery Channel quite a bit, and if you guys follow our show, you know we talk about that being one of me and Doug's favorite shows, right, honey? Yes, yes, and yes. I'm telling you, it got me very petrified. If you watch those shows, you will really find out a lot of things about our planet that isn't every day put into our faces, like on commercials, and, you know, you're not seeing videos made about it. You're not really seeing a lot done. And we're actually in the process of getting ready to um, do a documentary on global warming because I think if, if we um, do it in the way that we would all be willing to watch and understand, a lot more people will pay attention to it because it's very, very important. But um, we just wanted to make sure that we got that in there. And here are some of the dangers of global warming. If we don't act now, we have extreme weather. We will, have, we will spread disease. We will have species extinction. That means extinction will happen to a lot of species. And the sea level will rise. And the fact is the global warming we are experiencing is not natural. People are causing it. If we stop all this, and that's what our show is based on today, we can stop a lot of this stuff that's going on. And um, another thing is... Um, it says people are causing global warming by burning fossil fuels. You know what I mean, Debbie? Yes, like oil, coal, and natural gas. And they're also cutting down the forests, baby. And okay. scientists have shown that these activities are pumping far more CO2 into the atmosphere than was ever released in hundreds of thousands of years, baby. This buildup of CO2 is the biggest cause of global warming. Since 1895, scientists have known that CO2 and other greenhouse gases trap heat. Therefore, they warm the earth. As the warming has intensified over the past three decades, scientific scrutiny has increased along with it. Scientists have considered and ruled out other natural explanations such as sunlight, volcanic eruption, and cosmic rays. But let's all try to do our best to start today to stop what's happening to our planet, please. Oh, most definitely, you guys. And moving right along into segment two, we got hot topics today. And in our hot topics today, we have for you... Obama introduces running mate. Barack Obama introduced Senator Joe Biden of Delaware as a man ready and I'm quoting, ready to step in and be president, and the newly minted running mate quickly turned his campaign debut into a slashing attack on eight years of Republicans seeking four more years in the White House, Joe Biden and Barack Obama. That's right, and we have a lot of people on the call lines. They playing Bobby's nice song. I'm feeling that one for real. <laughs> and secondly, studies find the New York quake dangers. Okay, you guys, White Plains, New York, an analysis of recent earthquake activity around New York City has found that many small faults, the faults are the lines underneath the, the ground, and you know that LA has a lot of, 
that were believed to be inactive could contribute to a huge major disaster uh, earthquake. That could be real bad in New York because they have so many yeah, buildings and so much stuff that could really just damage that. That could really, really get out of control. So hopefully uh, that's not hey, something John. that happens, babe. Number three, well, we got Ray Allen. Oh, hello. We got somebody on the phone. What would you say? Hello. Hi. What's up? This is Jackie and Doug. You're on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Jackie and Doug, this is Gerald Brown from the Bottom Line Sports Show, also on Blog Talk Radio. Just wanted to reach out to you guys and say, you know what, really enjoy the show, and I like the work that you guys do, and I really just wanted to let you know that, you know, obviously one uh, blog show to another, really want to support you guys. Oh, thank you so much. We definitely going to come on your show. We appreciate it 100%. We have such a good time. This is our favorite place to be every Saturday. And it's our favorite place to be hanging out listening to everybody's show. Thank you so much, Joe. Much love to you on Blog Talk Radio. It's Gerald. Hey, Doug, it's Gerald, if y'all can hear me, because I, I, I yeah, guess I hear an echo yeah. back. My brother's name is Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Doug, I got a question for you. I know that uh, a while back I've been an avid Sacramento Kings fan for quite some time, and I remember there was a time where I think you guys were playing a sort of unconventional back-to-back game, and you had talked about using a seaweed product or some type of taking a seaweed bath to really replenish your legs and stuff. Like that, I was just wanted. Obviously, I heard that in an interview, and I just wanted to find out some information about that because I know obviously you take care of your body and stuff in regards to just being a professional athlete. Are those type of products that you continue to use, and how effective were they? Uh, I, I would tell you that they are very effective. Not only seaweed, and this is something that I passed on to many of my teammates, and I know a lot of them still use it today and have passed it to a lot of other NBA teammates, but uh, it's seaweed. Seaweed takes out a lot of toxins out of your body, so uh, put it in a very hot tub of water. The water is going to actually turn green. Also, you can add Epsom salt into there, and a lot of the lactic acid that builds up after you compete on a night, is it comes right out of your body. Therefore, afterwards, I would stretch and do things, and especially, like you said, Gerald, on night, um, back-to-back games, the next night I would come out and I would really, really feel good, not to mention the next day for practice and different things like that, but something that I, I still do to this day. Wow, wow. Well, listen, thank you so much. I'm definitely not going to want to promote anything like that. I'll definitely send you guys an email. Love to have you guys on our radio show. And, I mean, continued success to you guys. I really, It's a beautiful thing to hear, you know, a husband and wife doing something together. And, you know, we're really, really talking about a lot of, a lot of positive and great things. So continued success to you guys. And, uh, like I said, love to have you guys on the Bottom Line Sports Show in the near future. Oh, most definitely, Gerald. Can you give us your a URL for everybody that's listening to this show to definitely check out your show? Definitely. It's uh, Tuesday nights. It's the Bottom Line Sports Show, Tuesday nights on 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and we talk about a wide range of variety of things. I got, the, you know, myself, Jonathan Foy, Don, uh, Don Baker, and it's blogtalkradio.com slash beeline. Line, got it, and we're gonna definitely repeat that again all throughout the show. Thank you, Joe. It's, it's a pleasure having you. Thank you have a good so evening. Much. Continue success to you guys. Thank Same you very you. much. Thank you. And then moving right, right along, um, my number four, we got last loudless Spice Girl, the last one, honey. You know how all the Spice Girls got babies? You know who the Spice Girls are? No, uh, is that like uh, curry powder? <laughs> they are like one of the biggest all-time selling bands in the country, in the world rather, because they're from Europe. Okay. But they've been around forever, you know, Melanie Spice, all of them, the one that was mar- getting ready to marry um, 
What's his name? Your favorite actor? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. All of those guys. So anyway, the last one that didn't have a baby, she had a baby. So that's in hot news, and that's a hot topic. And her name is Melanie Crusham, and she said last week that she's expecting her first baby, and she's the last member of that group. Okay. Well, <laughs> congratulations uh, to Curry Spice. No, I'm just playing. Okay. Uh, okay, I got two back-to-back for you. Ray Allen of the 2008 world champion Boston Celtics and longtime fiancé Shannon Walker-Williams got married last weekend, baby, at Martha's Venues, and they didn't wear shoes. So congratulations to them. And I have George Bush blames Democrats for high gas prices. Crawford, Texas, President Bush on Saturday blamed the Democratic-led Congress for the high cost of gasoline and renewed his call for expansion offshore drilling to increase U.S. oil supply. Quoting him, to reduce pressure on prices, we need to increase the supply of oil, especially oil produced here at home. He said this in his weekly radio address, baby. I don't know about that, but that's what he said. Oh, my God. And you know what? I'm still sitting here tripping. The Wu-Tang Clan then came on our show. I'm tripping. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. And everybody, if you missed it and you're just tuning in because the call line is all busy. And if you want to say something, go ahead. I've unmuted everybody so you can jump right in. But if you was here about 15 minutes, was it 15 minutes ago, you would have got to hear one and only the Wu-Tang Clan. But anyway, back to number six, McMahon, if you guys know who that is, he's selling his home but not to Donald Trump. He has agreed to a deal with a private buyer for his hilltop home, said Howard Bragman, his spokesperson. Bragman declined, however, to name the buyer of the, and the selling price. He won't say that. But he said it isn't a real estate mogul Donald Trump, as reported before, who recently offered to buy McMahon's home and act as his landlord. For Mr. Trump, this acquisition was not business-related, but as he stated, was meant to help out an American icon, said Michael Cohen. That's Trump's guy, so they're going kind of back and forth with each other, you guys. Uh-huh. If another buyer should emerge who will create the benefit that Mr. Trump sought for Ed McMahon, then he is clearly pleased and he won't stand in the way. Mr. Bragman said McMahon and his wife, Pamela, will move out of the home once the sale is complete. The couple's property is located in the Hilltop Gated community that is also home to Britney Spears. Wow. Ah, okay. <laughs> and then number six we got? I have Senator McCain announces his running mate, and that would be Alaskan Republican Sarah Pollan, the first ever woman to be chosen to be vice president in the USA, baby. Well, you know, I, I was excited to see who he was going to choose just because I wanted to see what, you know, who he was going to come back at because Barack Obama chose his gentleman, which I think is a fantastic choice. Joe Biden. I was a little disappointed to see her. I'm not a political person, but I do say that the only reason I would say that is because I think it was more of a strike against Barack to try to get at Hillary Clinton, and I don't think he's taken our country into um, account for what he's doing because not just that they say she's not experienced, honey, but just more or less what they say about her attitude and the way she's treated people in the past and some of her background, and she's under investigation in her home state. I'm a little concerned uh-huh. with if that's a good message that we're sending out around the world, that not only are we in a recession, we have an unstable you know, government as well. So I, I don't know. And they said he's 72 years old. He's probably going to pass away in office. And I knock on wood because I'm not wishing that on him. But they're saying he is older. And, you know, you have to be the president four years. And they're saying for her to succeed him, they're just not sure that, you know, and nobody knows. Where did he get her from? She just came out of the clear blue. So it's a little bit concerning, would you say? Yeah, I definitely would. And, and I think that if I was running for president, the first thing of choosing the vice president would be 
the ability to step into office if something happened to me. And I think that uh, Senator Obama did a, a, had a great selection in Biden, and, and I agree with you uh, about um, Mrs. Pollan. I'm not really sure, but we're going to have to let it play out over these yeah. next months until we get to the election. Oh, most definitely, and um, we'll move right along to our beauty segment. This is going to go kind of fast because we got behind when we had those great surprise visitors that came on our show. So in the beauty segment we have today, um, we have what, baby? I want gentlemen to step out, go old school, but new school. Get yourself a Swatch watch if anyone knows about Swatch watches out there. They are made out of plastic, but I will tell you that they have them in all different colors and styles, and uh, uh, had one for me. Many, many years. Check them out. Swatch watches. Okay, and I got one for everybody. Tooth whiteners, okay? You got to get the good ones that do not bleach your teeth, though, and they are not harsh as well. So you got to make sure you get the right ones because they will give you tooth sensitivity. Crest has some wonderful ones. What's the other one, honey? What's the other one? Sensodyne? Sensodyne uh, has a great one for people that drink coffee or smoke cigarettes. But, I mean, the winter's coming. You want to have that bright white smile. So definitely pick yourself up some tooth whiteners and just make sure they're the kind that's, that's normal and don't have all that stuff in them. There it is. And with fall coming, get yourself a sweater vest because it's not cold, but it is cold. And it gets cold in the nighttime. They're also stylish. Zip it up. Cardigan, you do it how you want to. Layer dress it. Be beautiful in your sweater vest. Thank you guys for representing out there. Um, turtlenecks, with the winter approaching, you have to keep warm but still want to be fashionable. So um, if you add this to your wardrobe, you'll definitely get the look that you're talking about, and it takes really great pictures. You get somebody to do a headshot of you close up, pull the front of the turtleneck over around just the bottom part of your mouth and only let your nose and eyes show, and you'll have your high-fashion picture. Okay? <laughs> and moving right along, I think that everybody, if you listen close, you can hear where we're going. That right there would be the music for not only the sports segment, but we want to welcome back the one, the only, Lizzo. I know you're out there in blog talk land. What's happening with you, man? Yeah, enjoying Seattle. <laughs> It's beautiful. Uh, the sun's out. It's a little chilly, and uh, I got myself a, a sweater vest with a hood. There you go. But see, hey, everybody, he was All listening. Right. That's what I'm talking about. There's a button. There's a zip. Do you pull it over? What is it with? Hey, man, I got it, I got it pulled over on top of a thermal with it uh, slightly lifted at the, at the wrist. That's what I'm talking about. In the world of sports, Whistle, we, we, we missed you last week talking about the Olympics, so we wanted to touch up on it a little bit. We got Michael Phelps, eight gold medals, first time since Mark Spitz actually won seven back in the 72 Olympics. What do you say about Mr. Phelps? You know what? I've got to give the man a lot of credit. He's uh, definitely worked his way to get where he is. Uh, if you have paid attention to any of the footage or, or any of the the stuff that they were showing uh, prior to the Olympics and, and what it takes to, to be an Olympian and the type of things that he was going going through uh, since his last stint as a, a United States Olympian, you would know that he was destined to uh, to sew it up in his events. Now, Doug, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. That Mr. Uh, Usain Bolt was running wild. Which one was more uh, um, 
entertaining for you to watch because I, I had a I had an argument with a, a, a pal of mine, and we were talking about as young youth, we grew up watching the sprints and the and the track side, and you know maybe everything else was secondary. What do you think about that? I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen anything like uh, the Jamaican boat and since Carl Lewis, and that, I mean, topped the Olympics for me. Even, you know, I'm a basketball guy. That beat out USA Basketball. Uh, it, it's hard to put it past Michael Phelps because it was just his eight gold medals is just incredible. But I will I take my hat off to Mr. Uh, Usain Bolt because 100, 200, 4 by 1, three world records, uh, it was one of the most awesome performances I've ever seen uh, in my young 38-year-old life there, Wizzle. What do, you, what do you say about Mr. Bolt's performance? Well, I can respectively say, Yaman. <laughs> Yaman. Hey, let me tell you this. For a man to run that fast, in the 100 meters, set a world record, only be running it for a year, and to stop 25 yards short and start celebrating, what does that say for the world record in the years to come, Wizzle? Well, I mean, we're definitely amongst all all the time groundbreaking uh, occurrences. Uh, you can look at some of the speeches that that have been going on. I mean, there are things going on during our lifetimes that rival everything that we've known as young adults growing up. Um, we talk about Martin Luther King and, and the significance of his stand and his, the braveness of his heart, but. Now we look at a new time, and it's a, a you know we we have a I just it's, it's inexplicable to have so many people of all races supporting uh, uh, an African American uh, Democrat presidential candidate, and it's, it's it's the times are just it just reminds you that you don't really know a lot. You kind of got to stay to the truth and maneuver through the times because uh, there's always something new going on, and it's uh, hey I'm. I'm glad I'm alive and I'm enjoying it. No question. Now, now, w would you go as far as to say in the Olympics that men's basketball, and I'm speaking USA, is back, or are we going to be looking at some battles as we continue to go through these Olympics every four years? W what do you think about men's basketball, Wizzle? Well, I do think there will be some, uh, you know, obviously some some teams that will step their game up. They obviously see the the bar where it's been set in terms of basketball playing. And granted, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's not necessarily the USA versus the world. It's where basketball is right now. And, and it was a pretty good indicator that, you know, the game has evolved and, and came to such a point where athleticism is a must. Uh, thinking and, and, and understanding the the blueprint of the game is a must. So uh, we're, we're, we've just upped the bar, and I'm curious to see what – the future unfolds for us because uh, there's definitely going to be some other teams out there that are going to work a lot harder and, and everything that they think that they've been doing obviously isn't enough. So I'm curious to see what the, the future has for us. Now, I'm curious to get your take on this, Wizzle. The, the Olympic Committee has put out a, uh, a press release, if you want to say, on the China gymnasts. And when I, when I say that, and they're talking about the female China gymnasts from the standpoint that I guess most gymnasts must be from 12 to 15 years old. But they're saying a lot of the China gymnasts, although they're smaller in stature and they look young, were a lot older. And they're going to start doing bone tests now 
to make sure, and this is something that they do in forensics and all this different stuff, to make sure that people are actually the the, the age that they say that they are. What do, what do you think about that? Well, um, without being said, sports is extremely competitive. Um, I'm sure that, that, that the people over there work extremely hard, just as, as hard as our gymnasts do over here. And, um, hey, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that you got to go these type of stretches to, you know, just absolutely get a clean sport and get a, a clean final result. But, um, you know, I, you know whatever they have to do, I, I guess I'm in favor of it. Um, I was always thinking that, you know, if you were an Olympian, you're, you know, one of the better athletes, if not a superior athlete in the world. And if, you know, the case comes back that one of these girls were 14 years old and they were – they beat people that were training and, and, and specifically in these type of events. Well, I don't understand what the discrepancy is, but, hey, I'm not the Olympic committee, and I, I, get, I give a lot of credit to the young gymnasts, though. No question. Well, moving into the NFL, Wizzle, Peyton Manning removes bursa sack out of knee, and he also has a second surgery kind of quietly, and he calls it irrelevant. What do you think? Will he be okay? I know starting the season could be a little tough. Well, what do you think Peyton's future holds? Well, I know that he uh, he's he trying to walk around now, and, he, and if you pay attention, he's got the kind of braces that you don't want to see on your quarterback's legs. But, uh, you know, Doug, you're experiencing surgeries. What kind of sack is a versa sack or uh, some type of sack? I mean, you know, what are, what are these things? If you if you put your leg out straight and and you touch your kneecap and your kneecap is kind of shaped like a triangle and you touch the upper right hand side you'll you'll feel something and a lot of times you get them in your elbow on the tip of your elbow and a bursa sac can be extre- it, it inflames it swells up and it can be extremely painful and when you get to the point because I remember Vlade Divac had this on his elbow and it would swell up just massively and he never had his removed because he would let it, you know, quiet down a little bit. But to have it removed, I, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Anything you're taking out of your body, but I, I really think it's probably enabling him to play a few more years at the level that he's playing at. But in the long run, I would probably say that it's not a great move. Well, um, you know, I, I would definitely have to agree with you there. And, and again, anytime a player is getting surgery on. If we're talking about these are the tools that you use to get around. I mean, it'd be like uh, the equivalent of Jeff Gordon getting ankle surgery or his right foot getting worked on, and you know, or his ankle. So, you know, again, these are the tools that we use or that the athletes use to to generate uh, their teams' incomes and and generate wins for their clubs. So, um, I, I do think it is something to highlight and to raise your eyebrows about and and uh, to to keep your eyes open for in the future because it, it definitely is a factor. Now, what about staying in the QB realm here? We got Alex Smith. Obviously, he is the San Francisco 49ers quarterback now on the sidelines because they say he has $19 million that they owe him and they will not release him till next year, but he is not their quarterback. What do you think of young Mr. Smith, who's only 24 years old, but he's going into his third year? Are they giving up on him too quick, Whistle? Well, you know, there's always something to be said about throwing a young flesh to the wolves, if you will. And maybe he took over his team a little bit too early. Uh, there are a lot of factors that go into into being a young quarterback. Uh, you can look, for example, at 
the Green Bay situation and, and, the, and the young Aaron Rodgers and being under the shoulder and the tutelage of a of a of an experienced veteran, Brett Favre. I mean, you can watch the guy train. You can watch him prepare the way he studies film and all these things. They help you and they enable you to to assume. The, the the person that you're going to need to be, which is the leader of a team, which, you know, can make the, the positive decisions and whatnot. And I don't know if he's necessarily had that. And it is unfortunate. He is a young guy. I know he's he is definitely athletic. Uh, he's extremely athletic uh, uh, for his build and, and, and his stature as a, as a QB. But, you know, hey, sometimes things don't work out. Uh, also, that was flashing across the web, a young Joey Harrington was released today by the Hawks. So, again, you know, it doesn't always pan out for everybody. Um, it is cut time, so he's going to be on the roster getting paid. So, he can 19 mil, he can still go get that Bugatti, D. What you think? Now, Wizzle is something else. I, I got one for both of you guys, baby, you and the Wizzle here. The LPGA, now that's the Ladies Professional Golf Association, in 2009, they are saying that you must be able to speak passable English or they are going to avoid you. And a lot of the Koreans and South Koreans, Chinese, are very up in arms. And a lot of people are really mad because they're saying that this is not the right way to do this. Because if you look at players who go overseas and who in basketball or soccer players that come to America or America, they don't make you be able to speak their language. If you can play and you can do it, you can do it. So, if you're mute, maybe you can't play. What do you think about that? You know, that's uh, another United States uh, type of type of thing. And, again, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because, hey, D, we grew up in an area where there's, it was certainly uh, diversified racially, and uh, we've been around everybody, and we've always complained about people who could speak a second language, and maybe if they exercised their option around us and would be giggling and stuff, and we never know what they were talking about. But the point is, is that this is America, and that they have that option as people. And if you choose to come over and you're working and, you know, how can you discriminate against someone if they choose not to speak English? You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's kind of weird. But, again, again, it's corporate sponsorship, and it's according to what they get down on paper. Because, if you know, if I'm for Coke and, I, and I'm a CEO for Coke and I need you to say a couple, drop a couple lines for me and I, I need you to say it like this, and, hey, you got to do what you got to do. It's just part of the job. So, it's according to how they word it and put it down in paper because uh, otherwise uh, it make a lot of sense unless it's law. What do you think about that, babe? I have to agree that they should just probably be more fair and just let it, let it, you know, let those guys come over here just like we go over there and us guys go to their place. So I don't think it's fair, but I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm going to definitely follow this situation. There you go. Wizzle, once again, we want to thank you for catching up with us and catching up everybody in the world of sports. He can stay with us if he wants and always chime in because we know the Wizzle is well, well versed on all things. So, Wizzle, thank you. Until next week, same time, same station. I'm going to live my life. Green onions. I'm out. And everybody moving into our love and romance section. We're going to have to shorten this up quite a bit because, like I said earlier, we had some fun with the Wu-Tang Clan and Gerald over at the, what's it called, Sports Line? That is it. Sports Line uh, show. 
Um, if you go to blogtalk.com forward slash beeline, you can check him out any Tuesday at 9 p.m. Again, Tuesday at 9 p.m., go to blogtalk.com. Beeline. The beeline, or yeah. just beeline. Don't put the in front. Beeline. I'm going to say it one more time. Make sure everybody got it. Blogtalk.com forward slash beeline. Any Tuesday at 9 p.m., and it was wonderful to have him here with us. But moving right along, it says, we are in our favorite section of our show, now discussing love and romance and everything in between. Today we have some comments and questions for you. And I wanted to share that with you just so you can see how we kind of think our show out. And this is something that's a little different than we normally do it, but these are comments that people have made to us on our MySpace and, you know, sending in, you know, um, comments to our websites and stuff. So we thought we would share them with you. And I'll start. Number one is, Doug and Jackie, you two are role models for a good marriage. If more people followed your lead, they would have lasting marriages. And that's from a gentleman named Gary Harris. And we want to say thank you one million percent, Gary. You're right. If a lot of people, if a lot of people would follow a traditional, and I say it's traditional because that's the way it was meant to be, is respect your mate and love your mate and put your mate first, then they would have more lasting marriages. No question, baby. I got one here for you. Jackie, you are a strong and beautiful woman, one that I truly emulate. Thanks for being a real person, and that's from Anita Jones. And I got one before I go to the next one for my husband, and I want to say, Doug, thank you for being a wonderful husband and understanding and loving person that you are. You're a beautiful person, so I wanted to share that with my husband. That one was from me. Thank you, baby. I appreciate <laughs> it. And then number three, it says, I really believed all the garbage that was written about you guys, Doug and Jackie, until I read your book and also got to meet you guys at Barnes & Noble's book signing you done. And I want to say I'm sorry for believing that mess. God bless you guys, and you're a great couple and a lovely couple. Selena. And that was from a person out of Sacramento. We did a Barnes & Noble book signing there, and she was there with her boyfriend, and she wrote us this, and I really wanted to share that with everyone. And Selena listens to our show, and I'm sure she's out there listening right now. And hello, Selena. A shout-out to you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to all our friends. Thank you to all the callers that's on the line right now. In fact, you got all our lines tied up. No one's saying anything, but it's good that you're listening. I appreciate it. Me and my husband appreciate it. By all means. I got one here, baby. Doug, you're a real man for being good to your family and to your gorgeous wife, Jackie, and I pray that I meet and marry a good man. So ignore the lies and evil BS that some people say. Gail Nightingale. Well, thank you very much, Gail. I appreciate (laughs) that. And I know my wife does, too. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much, Gail. And then the last one is, you guys keep on being what a real couple should be, and congrats on finding true and passionate love. Mark Smith, he actually wrote into Essence Magazine. Um, they did a big um, write-up on our book in Essence Magazine some months back, and I guess they just he just read, wrote in recently, and someone forwarded it to us to see on our book page on Essence.com. Um, Doug and Jackie Christie, you can see our book on there, and you can see some of the comments. And I think that's lovely what what he says. And and thank you very much from from me and my husband, Mark. We appreciate it. For sure, baby, that's beautiful. And then we have some questions. Do you want to read the? Uh... Yeah, I'll jump right in, baby. It says, "I would like to surprise my mate with a romantic trip. Where should I take him?" That is from a young lady, baby. Do you have a comment on that one? I would say take your man to the Oregon coast. And I'm not just saying that because we're from Seattle and we live up here in the Pacific Northwest, but I would say the Oregon coast. And by the way, you guys, I just wanted to say again, thank you so much for joining us. You can call us anytime by dialing 347-215-8305. We just got an email asking what number do they call to call in. So, again, 
347-215-8305. Just had to make sure he was still woke, you guys. He's uh, I'm woke, <laughs> y'all. And um, please join us anytime. And the Oregon coast, I would say, is a wonderful place to go. And um, we do have some, some relatives that's not feeling very well right now, but we're keeping our spirits up and happy to be joining you guys. We missed last week due to all of that and some family emergencies, but we're back this week. And, again, we apologize for missing our show last week. Thank you guys for supporting us and joining us this week. The next one is... I'm in an interracial marriage, and sometimes my mate makes comments that I'm uncomfortable with. How do I handle this? I would say you handle it by not really looking at it sensitively and thinking that they're making interracial um, or racial comments and ask them what exactly do they mean by the comment that they make. And be the bigger person. The world is just it's moving so fast and life is so short. It's really not important to focus on that. And, and if you're in that type of a relationship, you probably should just ask your mate, do you mean something racial by what you just said? And if they say yes, then you talk about why they feel that way and try and show them that that's not a way to be or live. If they say no, then you understand that you were just oversensitive and you read into it the wrong way. And that will be my suggestion, honey. Yeah, I totally agree with you, baby. And I would say that you're together, so that means that you love each other. And they may just be comfortable enough with you to just conversate and talk to you. So like my wife said, if you're being a little bit too sensitive, check it at the door, communicate with them, and I think you'll be all right. That's right, and we want to share something with you guys, so we're going to take like a 30-second break and just share an old school song with you guys that we both enjoy. Here you go. Our questions that we're having from our listeners. Here's one. 
I see you guys marry every year. I want to know if wearing white is still okay for brides that have been intimate before marriage. And I would just say that's a personal choice, personal um, decision to make between you and your fiancé and your mate, and that's just something that we choose to stay out of. But I think it's totally fine. Whatever color you want to wear on your special day is your day and yours alone. Enjoy yourself, look beautiful, because everybody is beautiful, and have a wonderful, wonderful life together. We wish you nothing but the best. And then moving right along to number four is Doug and Jackie. Is it true that a couple has to marry before being in love, honey? See, you have to marry, <laughs> or to be in love, or have to. They're saying, do they have to get married just to be in love? No, I, I mean because in some countries, baby, they choose your mate for you. So I, I would say, no. I, I would hope that you would be in love and then get married, obviously. But you know, marriage is, is something that you, you have to take. It's a very special thing, and it's all about love. So I, I would probably say yes, it should. Definitely, we would recommend it, but then again, it's like we said, it's your relationship, your choice, and your choice alone. No question. How about this, babe? My mom will not let me out of my relationship, or excuse me, will not get out of my relationship with my wife. What should I do? I would say that if your mom is involved in the relationship you have with your mate and she's telling you that that mate may not be the, uh, the best person for you, look at what she's saying. It might have some validity to it. Talk with your mother and then talk with your mate separately, of course, and then try and get a meeting together with both. And you guys try to work through it together as a family because if that's the woman or the man that's in your life and going to be in your life from now on, you definitely want your mother to be on board as well. Sometimes it just doesn't happen with family, though. Sometimes the family, there's just there's something about that person that just doesn't ring well with your family member. So you have to try to find a happy medium and, and work it out. But more than likely, your mom may feel threatened. If you're a mama's boy or a, a daddy's girl or your your mom just feels like you're you're being taken away from her, sometimes just some good, solid reassurance is all that it takes. And also, let your mom and her, or, you know, and I'm speaking as if this was a gentleman, go out on a date together and they just go and have some lunch or, you know, have some, some dinner and just talk and, you know, see how it all works out then because sometimes they just don't know each other and that might be part of it, right, babe? Yeah, I would definitely agree with you, baby. I would say talk to her, meaning your mother and your wife, mm-hmm. and at the same time you have to explain to your mom that this is life. You have to make decisions, and sometimes they're the wrong ones, and she might not agree with them, but that you love her, you'll always be there, and you guys are always mother and son or mother and daughter, whatever the case may be, but mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to make your own decisions and, and figure it out as you go along. So definitely communicate. I think that's the bottom line. And I just want to say again, um, thank you guys so much. It has been wonderful. It's time for us to say goodbye, but only for a short while. Until next week, we'll see you again, talk to you again, same time, same place. Have a great week, our friends. Be safe on Labor Day. Peace. Respect.
Yeah. 